0: Good afternoon, it's Friday, September 9th. Wanted to get you the weekly wrap-up here. Uh, Very quiet on the macro front. Um, Just more chest-thumping by the Federal Reserve members uh, talking about their desire or their diligence in trying to kill inflation and using the interest rate mechanism to do that. And so the consensus on the rate hike has moved from just a half a point now back up to three-quarters of a point rate hike coming in the middle of September here. And that, while early in the week, led to some pretty nasty lower trade, we did recover nicely toward the end of this week as weather continues to come in warmer and drier across the upper Midwest, the western Midwest, not allowing for a particularly good finish on corn and soybean yields. So one has to question now where do these crops finish? Uh, Pro Farmer came in at 168. Uh, a few weeks ago, a number of private analysts are coming in in the 170 to 172 range. So the consensus for the government report coming out on Monday is around two and a half three bushel yield drop on corn. For soybeans, uh, Pro Farmer came in pretty close to where the USDA is. And most analysts are coming in right around the USDA's last report. A number are not. The more weather-intensive modeling um, analysts are coming out well below the USDA on soybean yields. We're talking about 50, 49, or even 48.5 bushels on the national yield, which would be a -a 2.5 to 3 bushel yield drop versus the USDA and would essentially blow up the USDA's balance sheet. Time will tell, we don't really know what the real answer is, but um, I'll have a video out this weekend that will talk about some of the weather that we've seen in August finishing up these crops and why I believe we continue to be more concerned about the yields dropping. Um, Demand continues to hold in there on the domestic market for ethanol and soybean crush. Feed demand uh, holding in there as well. Ethanol uh, prices and ethanol margins are good. Um, biodiesel margins are very good as well with this recent drop in soybean oil prices. And, um, but exports have slowed to China. China has been on a pretty serious lockdown due to COVID in a number of their larger towns. And so many analysts are backing down soybean demand from China based on those lockdowns. Uh, we don't know whether that's impactful on the balance sheet yet or not because we just don't know the U.S. yield and won't know for several months. So it's like chasing the wind a little bit trying to figure out this balance sheet. But again, this weekend I will put out a video and and give you some what-if scenarios to work from. Um, The battle between this macro headline-induced view of the world from managed money and the cash market that remains incredibly strong continues to battle on. And by the end of the week, the cash market, the real-world market, ended up winning out. Um, The USDA has not been able to announce any export sales over the last several weeks due to a break in their reporting system. They flipped over to a brand-new system that did not work, They have put that system and that reporting on on hold for three weeks, and sometime next week, we will get an updated uh, estimate on uh, exports for the last three weeks, all compounded into one report. Uh, India uh, imposed a 20% duty on rice loadings uh, to protect their internal food inflation that continues to rage on, and so... You know, the the macro picture of global food inflation continues to rage on. And so I think um, we've got a government report that comes out on Monday. Uh, We had a very good close today across the board on most of the grains. Uh, we did do some light corn marketing earlier in the week with that uh, Putin headline of revisiting the, the grain corridor. We did hit that target that we've highlighted uh, technically several times, that 6.88, which is the 62% retracement of the move off the low. We, we thought that would be a worthy target, and it was, and we did some light sales there. So that worked out really well this week for us. The question is, do we have the energy and or the the fodder to get to that next target that I'm looking at, which is closer to 7.30? And the answer is yes. The USDA might surprise the market with a slightly lower yield in Monday's report and give us a quick spike up in that area. So we'll talk uh, again in the video over this weekend about specific targets Uh, for corn on our next target it'll be right in that 725 730 area where we want to sell another 20 percent if we get anywhere above that number we are going to finish out selling this year's crop Uh, i don't want to hold anything if we get back to 750 or 8 dollars we'll find a different way to own this crop Uh, It'll be through calls. It will not be with our physical crop. Why? Because the combination of the board price and basis levels are giving us record revenues on corn for this year, and these are just not prices to mess around with. Soybeans, a little bit different story. Um, We did have a hard sell-off earlier in the week. We did break the market technically. We had a reasonable recovery here, but the market is now focused on demand loss coming out of China on soybeans. But yet we don't know the yield, so I'm still not bearish soybeans. I still think we will go back and retest this 1470-14 area, 80 area that is resistance. We've seen it now two, three, four times on soybeans. So for those of you that continue to get good basis levels, uh, use that area to keep selling uh, and get and or get caught up on sales. Do we have enough energy to get through that and ultimately fill that gap that I'm looking at at the 1530 area? the answer is yes it depends on the yield on soybeans if we do end up closer to 50 bushel then we will go fill that gap that's just information we won't have for several months for cotton um, the losses we're realizing are pretty severe in the Louisiana southern Mississippi area um, so it, it'll, I'm not sure it'll show up in the government's report on yield in this next report on Monday. They will have to grapple with slightly bigger acres from the FSA. That won't, will not be put in this report, but it will be in the October report. Uh, but, you know, the same concern about Chinese demand that we're seeing on soybeans is starting to show up on cotton with all the large COVID lockdowns in China. But the thing that is different about the cotton market is due to the losses and the scale of the losses in the U.S. cotton crop, we have to ration demand. We have no choice. We have to lose some two to three million bales of demand in order to not run this pipeline down below, uh, this cotton inventory below pipeline levels. Have we done that? I don't think we have. And so we've got, I believe, much more work to do on the price to get that demand rationing complete. And so that's the view there. Uh, So no changes really in any of our targets. I do think Cotton will head back and go retest that $1.25, $1.30 area. Still looking for that retest to finish out this year's sales or um, advance this year's sales. So that's the update. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS and look forward to those videos coming out this weekend. Take care.